following is an exclusive Disruption Network production. I'm Carrie Paleo, Executive Director of the Greater Utica Chamber and your host of the Leveling Up podcast. Um, we are here today to talk about all things business in Utica, what's going on, what's happening at the chamber, and then speak to our today's, today's guest. So first off, I want to talk about a couple of recent announcements that we've had. Um, one is the Stevenson Humane Society has rebranded as Anita's Stephen Swan Humane Society. They've been here for 111 years. There are no kill shelter. They're a wonderful asset to our community. Anita has, Batulo has done so much for our community, and they've honored her by renaming um, the Stephen Swan Humane Society, Anita's Stephen Swan Society. So we are so excited about that change in our community. Also, the zoo has announced that they are back with all of their events that they're known for. We're going to have brew at the zoo. We're going to have a fall wine in the wilderness going on. And Bright Nights is coming back this year. So you can look at their website for all of those amazing things to be happening at the Utica Zoo. Um, here at the Chamber, we have a couple of events coming up. We do have our first business after hours next week on June 29th at the zoo. Um, it's going to be a wonderful event. There is maybe just a couple of spots left, so if you're interested, sign up today at greateruticachamber.org. Um, and then we have our Catalyst Scavenger Hunt coming up. I'm not going to talk about that too much because we do have a video that we're going to talk about um, show to you for the first time right here. So we're going to roll that video showing the Catalyst scavenger hunt. We are coming at you live. Hello, all you amazing Catalyst members, chamber members, far and wide. Uh, we are back. Uh, my name is Steve Karbowski. I'm joined by the new executive director of the Greater Utica Chamber of Commerce, Carrie Paleo, as well as the chair of the events committee for the Catalyst Group, uh, Devin Hoffman. Now, we know it's been a while since we've had in-person events, but we are having an in-person event. And like I said, we're here to talk about the upcoming scavenger hunt, which is on July 7th from 5.30 to 7.30. No, this isn't about finding lions, tigers, or bears. It's more about reintegrating everyone back into the amazing things, restaurants, and places Utica has to offer. Now, Devin, why don't you tell us more about the event? How do I sign up? How do I keep track? How do I long off? Things like that. All right, thanks, Steve. Um, no, this is definitely a great event, and we're really excited to have it. Um, you can actually sign up for it on the Chamber website. It's $20 for your team of four. And the whole thing, we made it real easy for you, takes place on the Eventz app. And don't worry, we're going to have a video going out to those who are registered on just how to use that app. But during this two-hour event, we're going to send you all around the city and have you support and find your favorite local businesses through taking pictures, videos, even just finding locations, and be awarded points, even extra points, if you support those businesses. And so uh, it's something we're really excited to have happen. And just to kind of give you a hint, if uh, I asked you to take a picture at the place where there's family fun for everyone you'd have to find out where that might be so looking forward to it yeah that's awesome this is a new event for us and speaking of things that are new we want to kick it over to the new executive director uh, Carrie Paleo and she's going to shore things up for us and just reiterate what we talked about 
Thanks, Steve. This event takes place on Wednesday, July 7th from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. And like Devin said, it's all over the city of Utica. We will be here, ending here at 7.30 p.m. where we will be celebrating Woodland Brewery's five-year anniversary as well as awarding prizes and the title of the Ultimate Uticans. So the event has a responsive leaderboard, so if you're of the competitive type, you can see where exactly you are in the running and try to get to a couple more locations before you get here at 7.30 p.m. You know, it's a great date night. It's great for maybe getting together with coworkers who you haven't seen before or a girls' night out. So we hope that you grab your favorite people and get together and join us for this scavenger hunt. You can register at greaterutica.chamber.org. And before we end, we have to thank our sponsors who've made this possible. So not only has the Catalyst Group put a lot of work into this event, um, working with our local businesses and organizations, um, but Ellis D'Elia and the law offices of Jennifer Osiecki have sponsored this event. Also, StaffWorks and Mohawk Valley Health Systems, who are our platinum members and support everything that we do at the Chamber. We couldn't do any of these events without their support. So thank you so much. We hope to see you here on July 7th. So go ahead and register today. Cheers. Cheers. So that's a new event for us, and we're so excited to be um, our Catalyst Group is so excited to put that together for you, um, re-engage you with businesses in the local area that you may not have gotten out to over the last year or so, um, you know, remind you about some unique Utica history. Um, so it's going to be a great night. So we encourage you all to form teams, come out, um, reunite with friends and coworkers um, for a night of trivia. Um, also coming up, we have our Catalyst Chamber Cookout on July 20th. Registration for that is also available at our website, greateruticachamber.org. And again, another event. This event is actually a family fun event. So we encourage you to bring your family. You know, there's not a lot of, you know, sometimes you don't have opportunities to engage your coworkers with your family life. So we have a family-friendly event, root beer floats, lawn games, all of the backyard barbecue stuff. Um, music by Town Square DJs, so it's sure to be a wonderful evening. That's held at Twin Ponds on July 20th, um, and we hope you register for that. So now I'm going to get into talking with my guest today, who is Dr. Julene Kenda um, from Primary Urgent Care. She has been the medical director there for about a year. And speaking of families, Primary Urgent Care is, you know, a very family-focused uh, medical group. So thank you for coming in today. And tell me a me. little bit about yourself, Dr. Thank Kenda. Thank you. Hi. Thank you, Carrie. Well, I'm the medical director of the urgent care, Primary Urgent Care. We have... Um, Two locations in Utica and Herkimer that are very busy. So uh, yes, as you said, I've been uh, doing this for a little under a year and uh, it's been my pleasure to serve the community in this role. Um, I'm an emergency physician by trade, but I started working urgent care a number of years ago and uh, I just find it very satisfying and, um, and a great resource for all communities you know, to really have close by. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. And urgent cares are so important because it alleviates, you know, the need to go to an ER. And one of the things that I love yes. that you guys do is you can go right on your website and see wait times. Yes. So if you have a, if you're a parent that has a sick child, you kind of know what you're up against. Right. Um, so what are things that you go to urgent care for versus going to an ER? 
Great question. So, uh, you know, having been on both sides in the ER and the urgent care, um, you know, I do see a number of patients come into the ER who probably should be in an urgent care setting. So urgent cares can deal with anything and everything from coughs, colds, ear infections, strep throat, flu, coronavirus, um, you know, mono to uh, stomach bugs, um, any kinds of musculoskeletal injuries, sprains, strains, broken bones, um, you know, a lot of different things, constipation, headaches. We do and see a lot, a lot of rashes, especially during summertime, you know, a lot of poison ivy and other contact dermatitis. So there's really a lot that urgent care does, and it's good because we can really kind of, um, you know, take care of everyone and then only send the very few patients who need to be in the ER, send them to the ER. So, but at least, um, you know, we can see everyone and kind of screen them. So, yeah. And yes. in the way your insurance is set up, usually you save some money by going yes. to an urgent care versus going to yes. an ER room. That's what I was going to mention. Most urgent, uh, I'm sorry, most uh, insurance companies do charge a smaller copay than going to an emergency department. And you definitely will end up with a smaller bill from an urgent care than going to an ER. Yeah. So, yes. And not only that, you know, it's much quicker and faster and easier too. And not so much, um, you know, hustle and bustle and overwhelming as an emergency department where, you know, in an ER, we're dealing with strokes and heart attacks and sometimes real, real emergencies. And those uh, patients who have more of urgent care complaints really end up waiting sometimes two, three, four hours to be seen. Yeah. So, um, and that's know, why ERs get a bad rap for when exactly. you're going when you shouldn't be there and you exactly. should be in an urgent care. Right. And people get upset in the ER, like in the waiting room, and but they have to understand that we're dealing with like you know real emergencies sometimes, and we have to put those patients first. So, so for just an upper respiratory infection, you know we can't we can't see yeah. you right away sometimes. Yeah. So one of the things that has kind of put primary urgent care on the map as of recent is they were really a leader in our region um, during the pandemic, um, stacking up with COVID testing, um, the rapid testing, and really kind of setting themselves apart. So tell me a little bit about you know what you guys did and your philosophy and, and how you were able to serve the community during the pandemic. Well, um, even before I came on board, so about a year ago, uh, we have an amazing practice manager, Dan Tarvasani, and he really, uh, you know, stepped up to the plate. When COVID hit, he knew that this was going to hit our community eventually hard. We knew it hit New York City first because it just gets so populated and right. dense, but we knew eventually it was coming to us. So he worked very hard to get the point of care testing. We were the first in the region, even before the hospital, before MVHS, we got point of care rapid COVID testing and we serve the community. I mean, patients at some on some days were lined up down the street, around the corner of the building, all the way down the street, waiting for their COVID tests. We would do hundreds of COVID tests per day. It was really unbelievable. The staff did an, an amazing job yeah. in, in screening all those patients and all those people, because other than that, if we didn't do that, 
it probably would have spread a lot more and more people would have been sick. And we would have had to travel, you know, further to either yes. Albany or Syracuse that had, exactly. you know, bigger setups um, yep. to take care of people yep. at that time. You know, mm -hmm. so flip that now. Now we're on the immunization side. Yes. And so tell me what primary urgent care is doing um, in terms of immunizations. Yes, good question. So um, thank goodness we're in the, in the vaccine schedule now. So uh, we were among the first in the community also to roll out the vaccines. Um, we worked closely with Oneida County Health Department, mm -hmm. and they shipped us vaccines back in January. So we were one of the first institutions to have them. And um, we started injecting people. We injected thousands of people, you know, right off the bat in January and, um, and started doing that. And as soon as we, we did that, that was during the height of COVID, really. Right. Um, at that point, we were, you know, as a community, busting up the seams. You know, we had a, the hospitals were completely full. So as soon as we started doing that, and I think we really helped, um, you know, by vaccinating people, I think that that curve, you know, went, came down within a few weeks. Yeah. So, uh, so we did that. And um, so we started injecting uh, Moderna vaccines and then um, eventually Pfizer vaccines. And now we are approved to inject um, ages 12 and up for the Pfizer vaccines. So we're very happy to offer that. If anyone needs a vaccine, please just pick up the phone and call us and schedule it and, and we'll get you in right away. Yeah. So are so. you seeing a lot of parents, you know, in that kind of 12 year old age range? Like, is that popular? Are parents accepting of that? What's that look like? Um, what are you question. seeing from, yeah. you know, the medical side? I think there's, I think there's both. I don't think the urge to vaccinate children has been as strong as the urge to vaccinate adults, especially older adults or people with um, comorbidities and medical problems. Um, but we do see a good number of, uh, of parents who are heavily interested in their child getting the vaccine because they know it's been tested on millions of kids and, and given to a lot of kids in this country so far. And, and the risk of any adverse side effect is extremely low. Yeah. So um, I think they would rather not risk their child getting coronavirus and getting um, you know, the immune uh, inflammatory syndrome that mm -hmm. you know, they were getting very sick with this past winter. Yeah. Or getting, or you know, some people may think, well, okay, you know, my kid can get it. They may not get that sick, but then they can pass it on to my, you know, grandmother who is on chemo and can't get the vaccine right now. And yeah. so, um, so there has been a good number of people who have wanted their children to get it. And I, I think it's very safe uh, for teenagers. And as soon as the uh, FDA approves it for younger, you know, these studies have been ongoing since the beginning of the year. Um, I think we'll see it, you know, really become uh, popular and prevalent for this fall, especially with going back to school yeah. and with these mutations that keep happening over and over again. Yeah, absolutely. So more is coming, unfortunately. Yeah, so speaking about kids also, you know, a lot of parents, you know, have kind of stayed away from maybe their primary care physician if their kid just had, you know, a sort of a little cold or whatever because they were so worried about, you know, being in doctor's office yes. where people could be sick. So right now we're coming up on summer camps and mm -hmm. athletic camps. And so you guys offer physicals for either Definitely. summer camp and for phys physicals for, um, for back to school and for sports. So tell us a little bit about that process. So uh, now that we're fully opening back up, um, this is wonderful news. Uh, all these summer camps are, you know, re-enrolling um, children and things that weren't happening last summer are definitely happening this summer. So at Primary Urgent Care, we do all kinds of physicals. We do camps, sports, school, work. We actually also do a lot of occupational medicine as mm -hmm. well. Um, so we do Department of Transportation physicals. Um, 
we do urine drug screens, uh, breath alcohol screens, asbestos screening, um, hearing tests, uh, you know, all kinds of things. And, um, and anyone can just walk in at any point in time. They don't need to schedule an appointment. They just come right in. They can bring in their physical exam paperwork if they need it, or we can hand them a form that basically says what their, exactly their physical exam and their vital signs were and um, get them in and out of the door really quickly. Yeah, so if you're a business owner and you have a need for these occupational screenings, how does that process work to you know, partner with Primary Urgent Care yes. for those services? So basically you would just call our main number and we will connect you with our occupational medicine office okay. and we'll get you enrolled and we'll get you in as, a, as an employer and then we'll create an account with you and we will do whatever you need us to do. Basically, we work around a lot of employees' schedules to schedule their DOT physicals and to um, get them in for what they need to get done. And we can guarantee that they're going to get in that week Great. to get it done. So the turnaround time is very quick. Very quick. Absolutely. Yes. So what else is going on at Primary Urgent Care that we need to know about? Yes. Um, no, we're just, you know, we're, summer's in full effect. Thankfully, the weather's good. So um, we're seeing a lot more, you know, sprains and strains and mm -hmm. fractures and injuries, you know, kids on monkey bars and things like that. Um, but we're also seeing, it's interesting, now that the mask mandate has been lifted, um, where all the viruses that used to be prevalent during the wintertime, like RSV, uh -huh, are, coming and now. are now coming. Rhinovirus, adenovirus, they're all coming now. So... You probably know a lot of people with colds right now that's yeah. not coronavirus. And, um, you know, so they come in and they're, they're not feeling well. And we need to screen them for an ear infection or strep throat or mono mm -hmm. or flu. We really didn't see much flu this year. Um, but the, all more of the other viruses are coming back now. We're seeing a lot of stomach bugs. So you can definitely head our way. Um, when you know, are you open? We can give you nausea medicine. Um, we are open 7, 7.30 to 7.30 daily, seven days a week. Uh, we do have some abbreviated hours on holidays, but mm -hmm. we're there every single day at the crack of dawn. So if you're at a 4th of July picnic and you have somebody fall and scrape, yep. you're still open during Absolutely. some hours to be seen. So Absolutely. really there to meet all the yes. community needs. And one thing I do want to mention that, um, you know, we uh, was really popular this past year is let's say you are up at camp, right? Mm -hmm. And you're an hour away and you're, yeah. you're not close to an urgent care. You can call us on telehealth. You can oh, do a video, nice. let's say you do get a scrape mm -hmm. or a cut, at least you can do a telemedicine visit with us and we can say, okay, that does or does not need to be sutured. Right. You know, so you can get medical eyes from anywhere you want. I mean, honestly, it can be anywhere in the country even. So you can call our urgent care and we'll set you up on the video camera with the provider and, um, and we'll see you on telehealth. That's such a service. Yeah. So. Yeah. I was, um, oh God, probably five years ago on Black Friday shopping. And my son called me. He had cut himself opening a bagel. Yes. And I was in line. And you know what the lines look yes. on Black Friday. Yes, you don't want to leave that And line. I'm like, do I yes. really have to get out of line? Right. How bad is this? Mm -hmm. I could have had somebody look at that cut and yes. say, okay, it's something you just need to clean out and bandage. Right. Or no, he really needs to come in. Right. Oh, that's such a wonderful right. service. Yeah. And, I mean, and you can also, you know, take pictures if you need to. But, um, but yes, at any time, we can get you on telemedicine anytime with a provider. Right away. Yeah. yeah. So it's a great feature we have. Yeah. And then, you know, how, you know, we talked a little bit about um, primary care and how well they do things for the community. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about the community impact that primary urgent care has. 
You know, I just think ever since we opened our doors, we've been the, you know, homegrown mom and pop urgent care with excellent customer service. And we're locally owned. Um, locally owned, exactly. Um, you know, just really there for people to stop by. It's our two locations are very convenient for the Herkimer population and the Utica New Hartford population. Um, and we're looking at opening up a couple new locations as well. So, um, you know, being right on Genesee Street in the heart of everything, it's very easy for folks to just yeah. drive up, park, stop in, and, and be seen right away. And they know that they can rely on us. We have amazing providers that see patients every day, and they work their butt off, and they have, um, like, unbelievable bedside manners. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, they, they really pour their heart and soul into their work, and, and they love what they do. And you can tell that that is what the case is when you show up to be seen at yeah, our clinic. Absolutely. Yes. Great. Anything else before we wrap up? I do have, you know, one little surprise question, but I'll give you yes, I'll sure. give you a chance, you know, if there's any other things you want to talk about before I um, hit you with the big one. <laughs> no, we're you know, I just want to reiterate we're we're always adapting and flexible to whatever the community needs, whether it's, you know, we were the first ones doing COVID antibody testing when that became a thing last spring. Um, the point-of-care testing for COVID. Soon we're going to have the point-of-care um, PCR testing, which okay. will be revolutionary. And um, and we're just going to keep going and going, and we'll keep vaccinating. And unfortunately, this is probably going to turn into the kind of situation where um, the because the whole world can't vaccinate as well as us, mm -hmm. the virus is going to keep mutating and mutating, and we're going to need boosters, mm -hmm. you know, every six months or 12 months. So we're ready to take that on and um, and serve the community however we need to you know keep everyone healthy yeah. and safe. So we're just happy to do that. Yeah. So the title of the podcast is the Leveling Up Podcast. So I ask all of my guests, how have you had to recently level up, either personally or professionally? What took you to that next level in your career? Oh wow, that's a very deep <laughs> question. I think. Um, I think overall taking the medical director position um, has helped me personally level up on a, on a professional level because, um, you know, people rely on me and, um, and you really need to kind of learn how to work with different personalities and how to fix situations in a, in a politically correct, uh -huh. appropriate manner sometimes. And, and, some, and that can be challenging. Um, so you've had to balance you know, your frequently. medical skills with kind exactly. of your managerial people managing yes. skills. I think that, you know, anyone who aspires to become a leader, um, I think that automatically when they do that, when they take that higher up position, it really helps you grow as a person. It mm -hmm. helps you learn how to interact with you know, all walks of life, and yeah. um, and that's just a really invaluable kind of experience that you can do. So, yeah. yeah. Yes. Great. Well, thank you thank so you. much for being here today. Thank you for having me. You know, I like seeing you in this thank setting you. versus at primary <laughs> urgent yes. care, but they are there if you need them throughout the summer. Um, you can reach them at any of their offices, either in Herkimer or in Utica, open mm -hmm. from 7.30 to 7.30, limited hours on holidays, seven days a week, keep you out of the ER, but still keep you safe and healthy. Definitely. Definitely. Great. We're here for everyone. Fantastic. So you. before we head out today, we're going to give you one more little sneak peek at our event that we're having um, for our Catalyst Scavenger Hunt, and we're going to tell you a little bit about how to use the app um, to get involved in this event. Hey Devin, it's good to see you here at Woodland. It's been a while. Yeah. So I hear the Catalyst Group with the Chamber of Commerce is putting on a scavenger hunt and it's all on the app? 
Yes. Yeah. I'm thinking about doing it for a date night. Okay. I mean, how easy is it really to just download the app? Sure it's, it's as easy as that. Um, and so I can actually walk you right through it. Great. So um, the app that we're going to be using is the Event Z app, E-V-E-N-T-Z-E-E. -E -E. And all you need to do is just search Event Z, and it'll come up as Event Z Scavenger Hunt. Okay. And you just install it. And as once it's installed, our event has its own special identification code that has got all the, the stops, the locations, the pictures, and the tricks, and the things you need to hunt for. And once you install it, you can press play, and you just need to make a username and an account for your unique team. And so all you have to do is put in your email address and uh, your username, I'll just call mine Devin, and your password, and then you're signed up. Awesome. And once you're signed up, it'll prompt you to enter the special ID that we've come up with, which will email everybody uh, just before the event, so you have it. And now you're signed in, and it's scheduled to start right at 5.30, so get together, have your team ready to go, and at 5.30, it'll release all the questions to you, and you can start to go through and uh, build points. And you'll, through the app, have the ability to not just see your score, but everybody else's score. Oh, okay. And I will be here with some other Catalyst and Chamber members validating pictures and videos as you take them and record them as they come in to just make sure you get your points. Um, but also, if you have any problems, questions, concerns, you can just call the Chamber number, which we'll also provide you beforehand, and that'll come right to us so we can make sure that uh, all your questions are answered and, um, and you have the great event we know that this will be. Great. Sounds great. Looking forward to it. Can't yep. wait for July 7th. Awesome. See you there. <laughs> So thank you so much for joining me here today. I hope to see you at one of our upcoming events. You won't see me on the Leveling Up podcast, however, till be this fall because this ends our season. Uh, we'll take a little hiatus for the summer, and you can look for us again in September. So have a great day, Utica.